1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Five to one. The final. Sabres improved to four and one of the season. They sweep the Western Canada portion of this trip. One to go on Tuesday in Seattle. But uh, another solid performance by Buffalo. A third period in which they outscore the Canucks. 3-0, 3 to nothing out shoot him 10 to 8 and uh, the Canucks get booed off of their home ice in their home openers. We welcome you here to the post game show Brian Colziel with you. A uh, another night in which Saber fans got to be very happy with what they watched. Another entertaining game. Sabers continue to put the puck in the net one of the highest scoring teams in the NHL. They entered the night third in the league in goals and well this is only going to help it with 5. Uh, The only part of this night that, unfortunately, a little bittersweet, the injury to Matias Samuelson. We'll see if uh, we can get an update before we go off the air tonight. But uh, other than that, solid marks. Let's uh, see what Paul Hamilton has to say. Paul, a a second period that we were talking about during the intermission that was kind of ho-hum, the Samuelson injury obviously maybe affecting it. How would it affect the third? Well, they came out and played great, Olofsson, right away a minute 54 in and then uh, obviously a couple more late to seal it
0: yeah that was important for them to put you know get that goal not only did they get it um but it was after Vinnie Hinestroza had put the puck off both posts and Buffalo had thought they scored they were given the goal by the referees they thought they had scored and then video replay showed that the puck went off both posts but that didn't detour them at all uh they just played better and was a bit of a worry in the second period because Samuelson got hurt and then Garland got the power play goal and Buffalo didn't play well after that it was Vancouver taking over and really looking like they were getting back in the game and you know Anderson made a couple of big saves and it wasn't looking good but you know you have ebbs and flows in a game you're usually not going to get all 60 minutes of uh you know great hockey and You know, they did play very good hockey for most of this game, but it looked like maybe it was getting away from them, but then they come out in the third period right away, and pressure, Henestrosa almost scores, and then Middlestat, again, you know, coming down that left wing and just, you know, taking off. He hustles down that left wing, shows speed that I haven't seen from him before. That's the second game in a row I've seen that, and I'm just wondering if he worked a lot on his skating this year in the off season because he appears to be a better skater. Ryan O'Reilly did that. Ryan O'Reilly was really really slow and then he's still slow but he appeared to skate a little bit faster and a little bit better cuz he worked on his skating. And it appears maybe Middlestad has done that too because going down that left wing, you know, he he pulls away, hustles down that left wing. And makes a beautiful pass to Olison all the way across, guys, from the boards all the way across the ice, and that one timer just gets fired in, and uh, that really was the thing that put uh, Vancouver away. They kind of went to bed after that. Uh, you didn't get much of a pushback after that, and it was three to one.
1: A hey, uh, when it was three one, Paul. There, uh, I-, I guess I'd say you said not much pushback. There was one moment somewhat close after that goal, timing-wise, where Horvat had a look that maybe could have made it 3-2, but Anderson stood up tall. Uh, he ends up facing 30 shots in the game and stops 29 of them. So uh, Craig Anderson now 2-0 on the season.
0: And a good improvement, very good improvement. They can handle 30 shots, not 41, which they were averaging. So that's that's a big plus right there. Um, by the way, as we were speaking, some assists have been added to goals Olison's goal was originally from Middlestad. Asplund has been given an assist, giving him two on the game. And I had already had written this down. I thought he should have gotten one, and he has gotten it now. Uh, Gergensen's on the empty netter from Olison and Kyle Poso, who started to play, also got an assist on that play. So two assists have been added to Sabre goals as we've gone along here uh, to finish out that scoring.
1: Rasmus Dahlin gets a goal to open the scoring. He assists on the final one, Paul. He was giving the Canucks fits all night. He ends up getting the first star in this game.
0: Yeah, he did, and I'm anxious. I got to see here. I'm anxious to see. uh, And and remember, I told you Fitzgerald had to play more than he did. And once Samuelson got hurt, he did. He did put in 1845 in the game, which is more than he normally gets. And Dahlin, it was power. Dalene only played 22:59. Power played 25:27. Who got more of the ice time uh, for the Sabres? Samuelson only got nine minutes and 47 seconds when they had to take over. Lebushkin 20:11. You don't want him that high, but you had to because you were down to five D. And then Bryson goes 21:49. So you know they had to compensate for that. It, in the second period, it was looking like they weren't doing very well with it. But, in the, you know, I wondered maybe if they were wearing down since it was the third game in a row this has happened. And when Yoki Haru went down, it was less than three minutes into the game. What did he play, four shifts, I think, if that? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so they did it the whole game. So I wondered maybe they were getting run down, but no, they were fine. They came out uh, and played very well in the third period
1: for whatever the uh, plus-minus category is worth to you, the listener. Paul, I know you mentioned it the other night of how good the Sabres were in that category. If you look at the score sheet tonight, my goodness, almost everybody is a plus uh, other
0: than three players. And coming into the game, Jason Bryson was their only minus player at minus three, and I don't know how he did. He got a plus one today, so he's he's minus two on the season. Uh, Fitzgerald came in even and Fitzgerald on the game was plus plus one. one. So he is now a plus player for the Sabres and, uh, you know, Samuelson came into the game plus five, Darlene came into the game plus six and Tuck was plus five and Darlene didn't do anything to hurt himself there with a plus two before Samuelson left. He was a plus one and then Tuck uh, was a plus one also, so he added to his totals. Coming into, not the game, after the game the other night, I didn't look to see what happened with the games that were played last night, but after the game the other night, he was the leader in the National Hockey League in plus minus.
1: Paul Hamilton with us here on the post-game. Sabres beat the Canucks 5-1, to improving Buffalo's record to 4-1. Seattle is next on the road. On Tuesday night, and then the Sabres will come home for four in a row, beginning with Montreal next Thursday. All right. Officially now, the injury report brought to you by Losi and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys, working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. All right. Well, we mentioned the injury to Samuelson and uh, Paul. I know maybe we'll we'll get some news here shortly from Don Granado or you know whether or not he gives any more that than this lower body. It's yeah.
0: very rare he gives it injury information after a game uh, i'd be shocked if we get really yeah. anything more than a lower body injury uh, i think we'll have to wait and even then we don't know we'll have to wait for practice tomorrow
1: and paul the, the team even though they placed yoki Haru on injured reserve uh, they didn't say that they don't expect it to be long so uh I guess that would be good news at some point. Now, Lance He's...
0: Lysowski reported that Garnado said uh, in the morning skate that uh, Yoki Hari is already back in Buffalo. He's not even there yeah. anymore. And he he wouldn't be able to play anyway. So uh, if Samuelson's not able to go, Pilot is there. Yeah. So Pilot would be able to play in that game. Uh, we'll have to wait and see what kind of injury Samuelson's getting. He gets two days in between games. Uh, it certainly didn't look good. But you never know. I mean he is two two days in between games and we'll see, you know, where he's at. But uh there might be there might be a pretty good opportunity for Pilot to play in that game. We're just gonna have to wait and see.
1: Well, what does this mean in the standings, Paul? They're four and one and uh I know with the they have a game in hand on the Bruins who are in first with ten points, but I mean geez, four out of five to start the season, and the only loss was a game against Florida, a very good team in which you know, maybe uh, a a couple of penalties less are called, and who knows? You know, or Jeff Skinner doesn't find the uh, the glove of Spencer Knight on that one yawning net. I mean, it, it, either way, here my point is, it's a it's a really really nice start for this team, and they've had to overcome some injuries on the defensive side too. So they're doing it despite not every single thing going their way.
0: Yeah, but here they are in this division, and you just said they're not even in first place, and played as as good as they possibly can as far as the standings go I mean I I don't expect them to be 5-0 and I mean 4-1 and is perfect for them right now and that doesn't even put them they have a game in hand but still they're not even in first place in the division so uh, you know that that's kind of a weird thing but there's nothing they can do about that they're doing their part you know and yeah. doing what they can do I mean to go out to the west coast and play two really good teams in the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames and then play the Vancouver Canucks and walk away 3 and 0. I mean, who who was who expecting that? Even though the Sabres are improved, who was expecting that as they went out to the West Coast? I certainly can't put my hand up in the air. No, not neither for me. Paul, goal differentials always something that we've looked at
1: uh recently in terms of, you know, what shows good teams. Again, it is early, but Only the Pittsburgh Penguins in the East have a better goal differential. Buffalo's plus 11, and uh, you know that shows, as you had been saying, about how they're putting the puck in the net, but they're also doing a good job keeping it out, and that's that's Comrie, Anderson, and the D. And
0: as you mentioned, we all have to kind of be careful here because in the last 11 years where the Sabres have set an NHL record for no playoffs, they have had some good starts, including like a 10-game good start. Um, so there have been three or four years, I think maybe three, this might be the fourth, where they've gotten off to some really good starts and then it went south in a big, big hurry on them. Um, I, I think it was, might have been the year they went to Sweden, if I'm not mistaken. You were there. Yes. Didn't they show up in Sweden with a really good record and then lost two games to Tampa and that just sent them reeling? If I, Do I have that right?
1: No, you're right. You're right. They had they had gone into that November really, really good. And then uh, that, I remember, was I think the second week of November is when that trip mm-hmm. was to Stockholm when they lost the pair to the Lightning, and it pretty much from that point went downhill
0: for the rest of the season. So Yeah, they may have only had one loss going into those two games, uh, something like that, and and it kind of went south. But this is a different team, too. I mean, you want to be cautious. You You certainly don't want them to be cocky, but – Again, this was a different way to win a hockey game. They haven't won a hockey game. They they had the better of the play for most of this game. You know, I, I don't know if I want to say dominated, but they were better. They were the better team for ever, probably all the game except the second half of the second period. And that's different. They haven't been the better team for that long of the game in any of the games. So, once again, here they are finding a way to win in a different way. It seems like all four of their wins... They have found a way to win in a different fashion, and I like that. And I think that shows the improvement in this team and a good team that they are. And, and in every game, they have gotten stellar goaltending, which they didn't get last year. But uh, I don't care. We can talk about any of the five games, and I think the goaltenders have been superb.
1: Paul, thank you for your work all evening long. Enjoy the weekend, and we will chat Tuesday night with the Sabres and the Kraken from Seattle. Sounds good. Okay, great. Paul Hamilton with us here on our post-game show. 5-1 Buffalo victorious. Let's take you through the highlights from this one. Some good stuff from the Sabres. Uh, Buffalo with a 2-1 lead entering the third period, and that's where we'll pick up the highlights from there. We just go 154 in. And it's Middlestadt and Olofsson on a two-on-one in which Victor finishes for his third of the season.
2: Takes a return pass on the far side and is picked off. Buffalo coming back on the counter. Casey Middlestadt's got a man. Olofsson wide open! Oh, and Demko can't get to that one. Sabres come right back and they get their third as Victor Olofsson gives the Sabres the two-goal lead for sure this time.
1: Yeah, Dan Dunleavy there on the call. He said for sure because Henestroza just less than a minute earlier looked as though he had scored. He eventually reviewed incorrectly, called not a goal as it went off the posts. But uh, Olofsson's third 154 in, real pretty play. Nice speed from Stat. beautiful pass, a wide pass on a 2-on-1 uh, almost from the wall toward the net. And Olafson, of course, on the one-timer blast, giving Buffalo the cushion they need. That's the play of the game brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. Later in the period, Anderson, Craig Anderson that is, coming up big, he makes 29 saves including this one, which is our save of the game.
2: Played back to the point, Burrows steps into a shot and Anderson reached around Horvat and around Power as well to make the save.
1: One of 29 stops for Anderson, who's named second star in the game. Our save of the game brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers, new inventory is arriving daily. Late stages of the game, Buffalo still up 3-1, Vancouver with the empty net and it's Zemgis
2: Girgensons who takes advantage. The Sabres are quite happy to hear that empty net chance here for Buffalo and that will, with 3:29 to go, Zemgis Girgensons with the goal, put Buffalo up
1: 4-1. Gergensens second from Olofsson and Oposo into the empty net at 16-31 and uh, Canucks re-enter Thacker Demko into the net, but guess what? Less than a minute later, Buffalo says we can score with the net occupied as well. It's Olsson with his second of the game.
2: Here's Darlene getting to the front of the net. Olsson scores. He whips it by Demko as the Sabres rub salt into the wound with their fifth goal of the night. And for Victor Olsson, his second of the game.
1: Olofsson now up to four in the season. Dalene and Asplund assisting at 17-21. 5-1 Buffalo. That's your final score. Sabres victorious for the fourth time in five games this season. We'll try to keep the winning ways going in Seattle. That's our next broadcast Tuesday night, 10 o'clock. We'll have the pregame at 9 right here on the Sabres radio network. All right, our final stats of the game now brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. Final shot totals for the Sabres. 27 For Vancouver, 30. Power plays, Buffalo Perfect, one of one. Vancouver, one of four. Three stars, Victor Olofsson's two goals, lands him third star honors. Craig Anderson, I mentioned, 29 saves in the win. He's star number two. And Rasmus Dahlin, he gave the Canucks fits all night. Goal to open the game, an assist later. Just a playmaker. First star for Rasmus Dahlin. He's the electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town BMW for an electrifying performance. Check out Town BMW's lineup of EVs. The attendance at Rogers Arena in Vancouver, 18,809. And Buffalo's next game will be Tuesday night in Seattle, 10 p.m. as Buffalo tries to sweep the four-game road trip. I'll have pregame at 9 o'clock on Tuesday night. Make sure you can join us right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. And with that, we are going to say good night to all. Thanks for listening as we uh, have reached the Sunday morning portion of the broadcast. Thanks to TJ Luckman, our network producer back in our Amherst studios. Thank you, TJ. Paul Hamilton, our reporter. For our engineer, Tom Maddy, and our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray. My name is Brian Colziel. Final score, Buffalo 5, Vancouver 1. We'll talk to you Tuesday night, Sabres and Kraken from Seattle. Right here on the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network.